to the Beefy Boys Super Bowl extravaganza. Grab yourself some chips, grab yourself some salsa and some guacamole because we're going to get real deep into this. Don't forget Super them Bowl. hot wings. <clears throat> hot wings for sure. Oh, my God. Hot wings. Now, we're going to discuss some Super Bowl favorite foods here. Okay, so we're going to talk oh, yeah. there. And we're going you know, to discuss some. Uh, we're going to talk about the NFC championships coming up here. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys took a watch at those, but they were crazy I caught games. glimpses of it. I do want to call out. I mentioned that it was a bad idea to talk about this on the podcast, but one of you knuckleheads, I think it was you, was like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely have a chicken wing tasting for our Super Bowl special. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh. You know. oh, no, that's a I great idea. I didn't say definitely. I said it was a good idea. That's a, that's a, great, that's uh-huh. a great idea. We just we don't have the manpower to make chicken wings. So if you're, a, <laughs> if you're Wing Dome or Buffalo Wild Wings or anybody that wants to send us chicken wings, please feel free. We will rate them. Wing stop. We're, at 55, we'll second, stop. we're at 55 seconds now, so you can curse. Yes, that was a YouTube buffer, everyone. Yes. <laughs> but that was also our intro into the Super Bowl extravaganza. So, with that being said, now that you got your chips and your salsa and your fucking guacamole, let's get right into it. Uh, NFC Championship game. Now, I don't know if you took a peek at it. I caught glimpses of it. I was in Leavenworth, but at some of the bars had cameras. Or cameras. TV is playing the game. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, have, they do have TVs that play the games there. Um... Uh, now, the refereeing in the league is As we've discussed. Really, I thought we were talking really, about food. <laughs> we're getting there, pal. Actually, we're getting there, pal. <laughs> I know, uh, your boy's hungry over here. He's hungry, but... Uh, so the refereeing in the league is notoriously bad as far as right now. And this is why I say the XFL is going to be such a big deal. Because the refereeing is not going to be altering games in any way, shape, or form. Now... I understand that, sure, the game went into overtime and the Saints got the ball first and they blew their chance by throwing an interception and allowing them to kick that long field goal or allowing the Rams to kick the long field goal. That game would not have gone into overtime had that pass interference call actually been called. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but it was the most blatant... I I saw it replayed on ESPN about... Ten dozen blatant times. pass interference. So Vito, you've learned what pass interference is before in the past, correct? Yeah. So if you're in, if you're a defender and you stop the person on offense, the wide receiver or the tight end or whoever's going for the ball, you stop them or hit them or don't allow them the chance. Whilst not playing the ball. So if you're playing the ball and you're in front of them and you're bodying them up, but you're playing the ball, so you're facing the ball, but you're, <clears throat> you know, you're going for that interception. There's no pass interference. But if you're not looking at the ball and you're just looking right at the offensive player and you're tackling them or you have your hands on them, that's a pass interference. That's Here you go, no Vito. matter what. Every single time, Vito, watch this replay. Oh, I don't know what just happened. Oh, we're pulling the Technical replay up so that Vito can take a look. As you can see, he's clearly not trying to play the ball. He runs into the receiver before he has a chance to catch it and just knocks his head off. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So now you're informed. So, yeah, well, and we, you know, we'll, we'll we're going to talk about it on the Facebook this week because I know a lot of people that do listen to the to the podcast follow sports. So we're going to talk Super Bowl on Facebook. I'll make a post about it. But if you are a listener and you want to talk about this pass interference call, if you want to argue it or you want to talk about it, whatever, or you think it doesn't matter or it didn't change anything in the game, 
post. We're, I'll make a post on Facebook. Talk to me about it. I'll get back to you immediately. This was the most blatant pass interference I have probably seen in a long time. And that would have put New Orleans on the one-yard line. It wasn't in the end zone. Spot of the foul. It wasn't in the end zone. But it would have, it would been, have spot, been like the spot 15. Of the, spot of the foul and 15 yards would put them right on the half No, half it would have been, line. it's at, the, it's the spot of the foul. So it would have been at like the 15 or whatever. Dude, it, it, plus 15 yards. No, it's, it, that's not how, it's, it's the spot of the foul. There's no minimum. It's the spot of the foul. I don't know about that. Um, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of it. <laughs> Either way, it would have been a first down though, which would it have been a first down. Well, no, in they, the goal in the goal line area, the time left, and the Rams had one timeout, so they couldn't have ended the game, but they would have left them with twenty seconds or so in no time to left. score a fucking touchdown. So essentially, ended the game. Yeah. And yeah, Jared Goff played great that game. Todd Gurley was non-existent in that game, but C.J. Anderson balled out. He had a great game. He's uh, a beefy boy, C.J. He is. C.J. Anderson is a beefy boy. Shout out to that guy. I do admire the way that that guy plays ball. He's he's fucking insane. But anyway, I may be getting the pass interference twisted and confused just because the rule has changed so many times. Joe, I think you might be right. I think I just might have been a little dumb there for a second. But anyway, the game would have been completely changed had they had called that. And I think New Orleans would be going to the Super Bowl right now and there wouldn't be any backlash. Not only that, not only that, there was a big, big missed call on the same fucking defender earlier in the game on a crucial third down that he held on. He held on to the receiver. I believe it was Ted Ginn was the receiver that he mm-hmm. fucking bear hugged in the middle of the in the slant route and the ball went right past Ted Ginn. He had no opportunity to catch it. I mean went the, for a no call. The and officiating then, is bad. We've been saying and this. And then for fucking weeks. Jenkins I mean. on the Rams went helmet to helmet with Alvin Kamara and they didn't call a fifteen yard penalty. It's some shitty bullshit. Not only that, you, every single official there, or four officials there, oh my god, are from the SoCal area. So let's let's just think about that. How do they let that happen? How does something like this There's happen? There's no conspiracy here. We've been talking about this for weeks. There's NFL no conspiracy. Officiating is bad. There's it's no conspiracy. But bad. how are they going mean, to allow? How are they going to allow four SoCal referees in one fucking game? The Rams have only played in California for two years. It doesn't matter. They're a St. Dude, Louis they're, team. They're played out. They're played out to be the the Super Bowl team because of Sean. They, dude, the league loves slobbing on Sean McVay's knob. They're out there <laughs> swallowing this custard <laughs> shot. I'm the youngest coach to ever get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, I can read defenses. I read defenses like a genius, even though there's such things as watching film now like crazy, like they always did with every single coach in the league that knows how to fucking watch film. No, I think the Rams are, they're not deserving of this Super Bowl. And I tell you They won the game. Right now. First of all, Sean Payton called like three pass plays in a row when all he needed to do was run the ball and chew clock in that drive. He kept throwing the ball for incomplete passes. He had plenty of chances. Also, the Rams couldn't do anything in the first half, and the Saints could score all of 10 points. All right? They had I get that. plenty now, listen, of I get chances. That. But and yes, this pass interference call was egregious. I think the Saints fans who are insisting Roger Goodell needs to overturn no, see, the that, outcome see, of that's the game a little, that's are a little ridiculous. absurd. That'll definitely go over well if that happens. We're not but, getting there. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not, I'm not on board with the whole, it, it happens. Bad officiating is part of the game. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that it's it's frustrating to see this, and it's frustrating to know that these officials are going to have no, 
Like, there's going to be nothing that happens to these officials. Nothing. And then let's talk about the... Now, we're going to swing over to the AFC Championship, right? Uh, granted, it was a fantastic game. It was a lot of fun. Mahomes played well. Tom Brady played great. You know... Not a cheater, Tom Brady. No evidence. It was, a, it was a fun... It was a fun game to I just, watch. I just, I just want to interrupt you for a second. Vito has pulled his hat over his entire face <laughs> i think his, he's taking a nap <laughs> and he is he's stroking the beefy boys logo like it's his goatee yeah <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> anyways carry on <laughs> um it, it was a great game it was a fun game to watch i don't know if you if you watched it joe I again i caught glimpses of it yeah um but then again here's this bad officiating all right and I'm not talking about the guy going off sides. That was clearly lining up in the neutral he zone. Was very he much fucked offside. up, and that's <laughs> obvious. But let's not talk about what caused that drive to live on, right? That 15-yard penalty for roughing the passer, or the where I believe it was, uh, I believe it was D Ford. I believe he was playing the ball and swatted at Tom Brady, and his arm went around Tom Brady's chest, playing the playing the fucking football. Did it hit him on the head, though? Nope, not, not, not mm. one little bit, and they called a roughing the passer, and that was a very crucial play call. But here's the reason why I'm not so up in arms about that game. I've said it once a billion times before, all right? I've said it a billion fucking times. The Chiefs, defense, times. Chiefs defense was going to be the very reason they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Well, and, and guess what? They can't stop Tom Brady. And guess who's going to the fucking Super Bowl? And Andy Reid doesn't understand how clocks work. I mean, <laughs> yes, he's pretty horrible at clock management. Yeah. But um, their defense horrible. Chiefs horrible. defense terrible. Terrible. And uh, we got you know, thoughts on Rex Burkhead's two touchdowns there, Vito. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know your you know your defense is is pretty bummy. When Rex Burkhead is going out there and playing the way he did in the short time that he had. When he hasn't played in When you got James White and you got Sony Michelle out there doing the same thing. Uh, and then, dude, fuck, I hate dude. him so much, but he's so goddamn good. Julian Edelman is absolutely insane. The way well, he can Gronkowski catch... Gronkowski does Gronkowski things. Gronkowski does Gronkowski <laughs> things. They just throw a fucking, you know, just a post route. Just be you, Gronk. Lift up your fucking ginormous dinosaur arms and catch it over five foot three. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The safety, uh, Eric Berry. Mm. I did. See, I don't um, know why they have man coverage with Gronkowski and Eric Berry. It's a horrible, yeah, horrible, that was a bad idea. <laughs> horrible idea because I mean Eric Berry may not be five three. That's just you know shooting see, it a little under was the it? belt. Edelman trying to field a punt. That they said that he muffed and uh, Kansas City recovered, and then the replay shows like somehow the ball bounces Insane. around his arm and shoulder and doesn't touch and him. And his finger and his thumb. <laughs> I know by like a millimeter. Insane. And like I guess he didn't touch the ball. <laughs> like, it okay. is insane. <laughs> Crazy. Insane. Julian Edelman is is nuts. Yeah. And uh, oh, God, Super Bowl Patriots shots. and the Rams. Rematch, rematch of the 2001 yes, Super Bowl. Yes, it is a rematch. The first Patriots Super Bowl. And if you follow the NFL, you're going to learn about how much they love Sean McVay 
<clears throat> and his custard shot. And they talk about him remembering the Super Bowl from way back in the day because guess what? It was in 2001 and he has a fucking brain. Everybody remembers the 2001 Super Bowl. Um, he would have been in high school. Yes. Wow, He's so shocking. Age. He's my age. I remember the Super Bowls when I was in high school. Uh, so so he's he's got such an amazing brain, dude. Why are you such <laughs> a Sean McVay hater? I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of that shit. The Rams offense went from worst to first, basically. But Jared here's Goff one thing I will say. Here's one thing. Sean no, McVay. no, you're wrong. Wrong. That's what people were saying. Wrong. Yes. I know Jeff Fisher everybody, is a whole other situation. Everybody but. said when Jared Goff got picked that he was going to be a bust, right? Yeah. And that Carson Wentz was going to be the big quarterback of that draft. Now look at how the tides have changed Carson Wentz can't stay healthy a season ever speaking of the tides of change (laughs) the tides of war patch for uh, World of Warcraft has come out there you go (laughs) okay (laughs) you got your dose of of, of wow in here is that real or did you just make it up yeah no it's actually the tides of war oh okay (laughs) oh let me just yawn real quick this Super Bowl shit I'm so bored with the Patriots and the Super Bowl, and I'm tired of talking about yeah, it. Yeah, because uh, greatness is boring. Can we talk about chicken wings now? But yeah, no, 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 You're I really mean... are excited to talk about the chicken wings. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the Super Bowl yet. But, you know, oh, so... Oh, really? I so thought that was the whole Super Bowl. The recap of the NFC Championship. Now we have to do Super Bowl predictions. Uh, listen, I, okay. I mean, I get it. Greatness is greatness, and I'm not going to sit here and say that Tom Brady and Belichick and the Patriots aren't an incredible story... I mean, going to the Super Bowl that many times under one coach and one fucking quarterback. I know. That is incredible. They're an incredible team. They're an incredible organization. But, yeah, people people tend to hate greatness, just kind of like I hate I hate it sometimes, you know. And uh, I hate the Patriots. I hate the Rams. They're both great teams. But I hate them both. Why? Oh, because they're in your division. The Rams That's are in our division. And if I'm being 100% honest... I'm rooting for the Patriots to shit all over the Rams. Wow. Um, with that being said, I'll get into my reasons why when we get into the Super Bowl. But I thought I everybody mean, hates the Patriots. Everybody does hate the Patriots, oh. except if you're from... Haters hate the Patriots. I don't get it, personally. But again, the Giants have beat them twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Giants have beat them twice. <laughs> have Seahawks, no. have lost. <laughs> Seahawks have lost to the Patriots once in the Super Bowl, and it was devastating. Because Russell Wilson threw that goal line interception. Your daily, <laughs> your daily reminder of Russell Wilson throwing it on the <laughs> one-yard line. Which, honestly, in my opinion, not a bad play call. Not the right receiver. He should have let the play develop a little bit more and then throw the football. But jumped the gun a little early. Malcolm Butler read it like a champ and picked him off against a weak wide receiver. I like Ricardo Lockett. I liked him when he was with the Seahawks because he was a great punt Punt, uh, punt team hitter. So he was great on special teams. Puntineer? Puntineer. <laughs> he was great on special teams. He had some pretty pretty cool plays as like a wide receiver himself. But he wasn't really a significant part of the Seahawks. And sadly, his career ended by, I think it was, you know, just breaking. The, it was either his back or his neck in oh, Dallas. Oh, that's right. She and it was crazy. on a cheap shot in a kickoff return. Dallas is one of, uh, you know, the Cowboys hit him just super cheap, super unnecessary, ended his career, almost his mobility as well. Thankfully, he's on the right track of recovery, but wrong receiver to throw it to at that point of the game. Uh, he's not strong enough to catch that football in the slant route with middle linebackers well, I mean, on his ass. he made no effort to And he made no effort ball. to go for <laughs> it. 
I think in that case, you got to go for somebody like Angry Doug or you got to hit Marshawn Angry Lynch on the Doug. outside. Oh. And because Marshawn Lynch could get the ball a yard down the field and he won't stop churning his legs. But then again, when you come to thinking that the Seahawks should have ran the ball, I don't blame him for not doing that because Marshawn Lynch is running in the uh, in the goal line area from the five yards in was about a 15% chance of getting a touchdown all season. So it makes sense. So everybody who's a Seahawks fan and says they should have ran it is fucking okay. dumb. We're getting a little off track here. <laughs> we're talking Super Bowl, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come oh, on, chill oh, out. And, uh, and we're talking Patriots. That, uh, that uh, World of Warcraft uh, patch was actually t- Tides of Vengeance. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, just, just in case anybody was confused. Anyway, moving on to the Rams. Uh, I hate them. I hate them. The defense bo- is gelling. Their off- defensive line is star-studded. Look, Aaron Donald. Sean McVay is in so, Aaron Donald. So Rams are California? Los Angeles. LA. Oh, yeah. Only as of 2015. That's yeah. uh, cool. So Jared Goff, listed as a bust. Better than Carson Wentz. And well, well, uh, more healthy. I don't know if I'd say better. Um, I would take Wentz over. Goff I'm taking Goff. I'm taking Goff. Uh, you're, you're taking off because Goff. Where are you has, going to? Goff has not only D1 football <laughs> experience, right like Pac, like Pac-12. He's Who got play for Cal. For Cal, hmm. and you know he's got that big time. He's got the big time games in his career. Carson Wentz played for North Dakota. Won the championship there. Congratulations. That's awesome. But it's North Dakota. Like, that's, you know, that's like... But Cooper Cup, being a player from Eastern, I like Cooper Cup. But the problem is, he's not playing in the Super Bowl. So, fuck the Rams. I have no reason to (laughs) like the Rams. Are there no Huskies on the team? No Huskies on the Rams. I think there's one pro dog. Technically, technically two... Marcus Peters was a was a Husky, but he got kicked out of UW for being a piece of shit. And uh, he, guess what? He still is a piece of shit, and he sucks, too. He gets exposed all the time and then takes all the credit for their wins. Um, I believe they have a, a tight end who is a Husky player, but I can't remember whom. Whom? I got a trivia question for you, Christian. Do you know which Division One school has the longest active streak of players playing in the Super Bowl? Ooh, which D one school? Mm-hmm. Ooh, so God, every that's gotta year, be it's gotta be Washington. Every year since nineteen ninety three, oh, a, play, a player oh. from this school has played in the Super Bowl. Oh wow! Oof. Um, are we talking Pac twelve, SEC, Big Ten, Big Ten? Oh, I think maybe Ohio State. Nebraska. Oh, shit. Every wow. year since 1993. And with the Rams making it, and Dominican Sue went to Nebraska. Wow. So 26 consecutive years. Dude, and then speaking of, hey, speaking of, of pro dogs in the Super Bowl, Danny Shelton is on the Patriots. All the power to him. I hope Shout he wins out. a Super Bowl ring. Love Danny Shelton. Bought me teriyaki once. Fucking bad. I don't badass. know how many. And. And he played for my rival my freshman year, Auburn High School. Shout out to him. I don't know how many University of Maine Black Bears have ever played in the Super Bowl. There was a guy on the Bears in 2006. That might be the only one ever. <laughs> but Nebraska, dude, Nebraska does churn out some pretty good football players. Um, unfortunately, their team this year took a big nosedive. But since we're talking big game and championships and Super Bowls, 
Uh, quick recap of the national championship. Alabama got fucking steamrolled. Do we never talk about this? No, we didn't. <laughs> oh. Alabama got steamrolled by Trevor Lawrence. And Alabama his, Clemson again. And his beautiful Nor. locks. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and his beautiful gold locks uh, whooped the shit out of Alabama. Very happy about that. Alabama um, Clemson is the Golden State Cleveland of It the is. It is, and it's boring. And I didn't. The watch. NBA is way more interesting than the NCAA, so. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are you talking about basketball? Mm-hmm. NBA is more entertaining than, col- or than college basketball. Yeah. No, than college football. Oh, well, you can't compare <laughs> the two, you dummy. Hey, come on. Come on. College basketball is one of the best sports ever. The NCAA, the col- the NCAA football should take on the like March Madness 64-team format. <laughs> How long would that take? Like a month and a half? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like the Stanley Cup without having three games. Or, or like a, a series, sorry. Like without mm-hmm. having a series between each team. But mm-hmm. yes, the national championship is boring because it's the same teams. Bring in an 18 playoff. We already talked about that. Anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Danny Shelton, Patriot. I'm super happy about that. I can't wait what's to your, see what's him. What's your prediction? I know you want New England to win. Who do you think will win? New England. Yeah? Yep. What's the score? Mm, 24-14. Okay. 24-14. That Belichick, seems safe. Belichick out, out minds and out coaches Sean McVay. Uh, experience definitely shows yeah um especially when you have a quarterback like tom brady you got a lot of veterans there's a ton of veterans that have been in the super bowl on this patriots team not only that the head coach itself you know that speaks for itself you know Belichick is he's the coach to go no, for in the I'm super in the bowl same over boat. i think it's going to be closer to like 28 10 just because super bowls are always boring except for that one time but uh I just yeah the out coaches this feels like the swan song of Brady Belichick you know Belichick is smarter than fucking everybody I know Sean McVay's a wunderkind shout out to German because I was in Leavenworth earlier <laughs> but I just don't think it's just yeah and they've been there so many fucking times it's just yeah. and it's it's almost it feels inevitable <laughs> you've got your core you got your core Patriots you've got you know you have your Tom Brady. You have your Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. and you have your Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. So those are your three core Patriots players who have been part of that Super Bowl. You know, they're just they they've been to the Super Bowl many 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 times. Yep. many fucking times. Yep, yep, yep. A lot more than Sean McVay, a lot more than Jared Goff and Todd Gurley and all those other all those other players on that team and. It's nice seeing that the NFC West made the Super Bowl again, but I just wish it was somebody other than the Rams. Who would you pick then? Because you gotta hate the 49ers the most. Seahawks or Cardinals? You like the Cardinals? I don't mind them. They suck. Just because they've not not been good in 15 years. I mean, I hate them. I hate <laughs> I them when they play. I hate them when they play here in Seattle, because for some reason Seahawks beat them in Phoenix and they beat us here. Yeah. I really don't understand how that works. But they had a long winning streak here. Until you guys played that broken. super exciting like six six overtime tie a few years ago. Never uh, forget that game. That's <laughs> uh, because nobody can kick in Arizona, I know, dude. I know. Crazy or at all. Period. Until all right. uh, Seabass goes in there and kicks a game winner. Earlier. What this about? Year uh, season. Well, I guess Vito's itching to talk had the, about. Super had, Bowl the, had the had uh, the had the Seahawks not lost. 
Michael Kendricks and Earl Thomas due to injuries or suspensions <laughs> in Michael or in uh, Michael Kendricks or prison. case. Uh, <laughs> I think the Seahawks would have been a potential NFC Championship team, seeing the way that they gelled at the end of the season. Not with Brian Schottenheimer and uh, Pete Carroll calling plays, man. Unleash I mean, Russell Wilson. Yeah, they got to do that. I don't understand how they don't do it. But plus, you got to also consider that Will Disley, big factor in the beginning of the year, went out in Game 3, which was a total bummer. Um, anyhow. Anyhow. Um, anyhow. Vito wants to talk about his Super Bowl snacks. snacks. So, oh, snacks. So, Vito, you don't, watch, you don't watch sports very much, but you do know about the Super Bowl, clearly. Do you yeah. watch the Super Bowl? Do you no. watch the Super Bowl? Do not even have... for the commercials? I've never watched a sports, and I've only ever... I've never, <laughs> I've never watched a sports. sports. And <laughs> I have only ever seen Super Bowl commercials... Uh, like separately on YouTube. Like, uh, yeah, like well, I mean, I, in this, yeah, nowadays that YouTube's a thing, you know. Yeah, I Plus mean, they always end up show, putting them in the rotation of regular commercials anyway, because they yeah. pay millions of dollars to make these things. They're not only going to show them once, unless it's Bud Light, who airs like I swear to God, twenty different Super Bowl commercials. I believe it is twelve million dollars for for a half for a thirty for a second commercial. thirty second yeah. commercial. I believe that's what it is. I wish I could make twelve million dollars in thirty seconds. No, you have right? to pay twelve million dollars. Right, so somebody got yeah, paid. Yeah, so somebody got paid dollars. twenty. Million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, right. the fucking oh, yeah. network in the NFL got paid. So <laughs> snacks, buffalo wings. Is that your answer? Buffalo wings. How do you like your buffalo wings? Describe uh, them. Wingy and buffaloey. Boneless or bone in? Well, uh, if I'm gonna dip them. I want them to be boneless because they're easier to like dip and get more sauce. Do you on use them. a fork, uh, like no. a fancy boy? No, fuck that. But um, <laughs> but um, I mean, sometimes maybe if I want to eat like a lot of it with a lot of dip. And are we talking just like Frank's Red Hot and butter, or how do you make your sauce? Ooh, that's ooh. That's the OG. That's the Angry Bar recipe. Ooh. Don't anybody tell me all your like fucking nonsense, weird ass. Uh, Buffalo wing recipes. The secret of buffalo wings no. is that they're fucking fifty percent butter. That's how it tastes so smooth the literal recipe is one part butter to one part frank's red hot that's it that's what the anchor bar used when they invented fucking buffalo wings all right anyways carry on how do you make the sauce uh we we just order wings oh (laughs) from where uh wing zone when they existed i don't think they exist anymore so then oh do they exist christian wing zone yeah Mm. I don't. I don't recall. I mean, when was the last time you ordered wings? Uh, like a year ago. Can you talk louder? <laughs> <laughs> like a year ago. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't think wing zone is a thing. I mean, I can't remember it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even remember wing. It zone. was from like when I first moved up here till like about a year ago. Were they over there in the university district? I think so. By Pizza Bud. Oh God, yes, I do know that place was terrible. Yeah. They had good food, but the service was terrible. I only ordered in. Uh, I used to stop there on my way home from the bars. I may or may not have dropped a few star from containers in the bushes because I was done eating the wings and didn't want to keep carrying it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Whatever. You really know, dude, I get like boxes of wings. Yeah? yeah. I used to go to, uh, what was that place in the U District? Uh, it's like right next to the Potbelly, which isn't even there anymore, I guess. You know what I'm talking about? Across the street from where the Rite Aid used to be. It was a wing place for a while. 
It was like a knockoff Hooters. <laughs> you guys don't remember this place? <laughs> I can't tell you that I do because oh. I hate the university district. But you love the Huskies. I know I do. I live I in the U district, district, you know? Yeah, U district is not a bunch of like Husky football players walking around and students. It's a bunch of homeless people yelling and screaming. I mean, and that's shitting true. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't enjoy U district that much. Um, shout out to Trap in the Box. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I don't remember the there being the uh, wing place. In I forget the what it was called. We used to go there all the time. They had okay wings. But the one wing, the one wing place that I'm big on right now is Wing Stop by Oak Tree. That place has got your they wings. They all sound the same to me. Now, Wing Stop is owned... This this Wing Stop is owned by Richard Sherman. This is a Sherman-owned. But the one that's in Renton Landing, like the first Wing Stop we got here, um, was owned by Sidney Rice. So former receiver for the Seahawks. Yeah, I know. Former receiver for the, for the Vikings. So they're, you, they're Seahawks owned, but that's is, not the reason why I like tangent. them so Did much. you ever watch The League on FX? Uh, I The TV show about the Fantasy Football League? No. I've oh. heard a lot about it. it. Was really I should good. have watched it, but I didn't. I didn't get There's a, to they it. Write, they wrote a song about Sidney. Well, Sidney Rice was involved in one episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, carry on. Yes. Buffalo, classic style Buffalo Wings. Amazing. Like, yeah. So are you a bone-in or boneless person? Bone-in. Are you a winglet or a drumlet person? Uh, both. Yeah, okay. okay. I'll kill them both. Yep. I okay. love. I just okay. love okay. fucking wings. And Same. talking about wings makes me want wings so I'm bad. Gonna, gonna probably make wings now. Blue so cheese sauce. What I Blue generally cheese. do. Hell yeah. What I like to do is you go to Safeway, you go to the counter, you get the chicken fingers, the hot ones, not those cold ones that have been sitting around all day. Get them hot. Then you take them home. You get your Frank's Red Hot. Mm-hmm. You get your butter, mm-hmm. melt it in the microwave, mix it together. Dip it in there. Again, one-to-one ratio. Works out perfect. You get a nice burrito-sized mission flour tortilla. Okay? You toss your two-and-a-half chicken strips on there. Cover it in blue cheese dressing and thick-cut cheddar cheese. You got the best wrap ever. Maybe you could put some lettuce in there if you're a vegetable person. But for me, it's just cheese and meat, and it's the best thing ever. I'm probably going to make this tomorrow. I am now salivating. (laughs) That doesn't sound bad. That actually sounds pretty good. Um, It's, yeah, man. I I mean, I'll go for boneless sometimes because they're usually the ones that are cheaper. Mm -hmm. So it's like if if I'm winging on a budget and I'm ready to eat like my, you know, I'm ready to eat my wings, I... But I don't have the money for I it. I prefer the bone-in, but, like, boneless is fine. Boneless like, is just fine. I mean, it's just chicken nuggets, really. But they have the wing flavor, which is fine for me. Plus, I get my dipping sauces, like blue cheese yeah. and, you know, whatever I need. Mm-hmm. So, there's that, and I get those. And it's between lemon pepper, either bone-in or boneless, uh, Frank's Red Hot, or, like, you know, buffalo wings. It's all about the Frank's Red Hot. Right? And then... Your usual barbecue. Oh, yeah, I like those ones too. Yep. I um, there was the. Uh, I like making my own barbecue wings though, rather than buying them elsewhere. Man, I had a really good idea, but then I lost it. Do they still make buffalo wings at the Metropolitan Market? Yeah, we're selling them now. They're on sale. Go to the Met Market. Wings are on sale. Do they still make them on the hot bar? I mean, no. Oh yeah, uh, buffalo, uh, fucking, dip. Buffalo, buffalo awesome. chicken dip. Yep, buffalo chicken dip is super good. I made, um, I get like a pan, right? 
and I layer it with tortilla chips and then buffalo chicken dip and then tortilla chips, buffalo chicken dip to make it like a casserole basically, and then just bake it in the oven. Nachos. Yeah, like a buffalo mac. Do you make the buffalo chicken dip yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, in the slow cooker, and then ah okay. Yeah, and then and then uh, basically make another like a casserole over it, uh, like with using uh, tortilla chips. Damn, that sounds awesome. You guys make me hungry. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking hungry. Good ideas. So my my barbecue wings. I like them spicy or extremely fucking hot. Like, so regular spicy or fucking... Oh, no. I'm just like... Burn a new asshole hot. The regular buffalo level is all I need. Like, I I love those, but when I make my barbecue wings, it's an event. So we we used to have an event called Death Day, which was based off of Metalocalypse's show. (laughs) Or or their their Death Day, you know? Yeah. They had their event. And that was on Metalocalypse, great fucking show. And so I decided to make Death Day, Death Wings. And so what we did on Death Day was started around 10 a.m. And we watched season one and two in its entirety while eating uh, habanero barbecue wings. And they were so, they were so good. And they were, they were, I'm telling you, these wings were loaded. They they were big wings, big like. You and I gotta do this. De- oh, are you talking about? We gotta do Death Day. Oh hell yeah, dude! I'd love to rejuvenate Death Day. I would love to do that with you. I, I'd love to do that. Um, you know, there's probably too many seasons and too many episodes. To yeah, do but we could do like the day, first two or we something. Do first two. Yeah. Seasons, which <laughs> are the ones that are very crucial. Yeah. I'd be so down for that. I mean, I know frequent listener Ramon would be down for that. He partaked in the first one. My my great friends Blake and Drew parta- partook in it. We and should then fucking do it. One hundred percent. I think we should organize it, and uh, I'll make the wings. It's really fucking hot. Like, I'll die, but it'll be worth hot. it. Uh, bring tums. <laughs> but that's how I make my I make my wings very spicy, but they have flavor. Yeah. So they're not spicy just to spicy. The, they're not spicy to the point where. You don't want to eat it because it has no flavor and it's yeah, just burning your mouth. Burns your tongue off. They have know. great flavor. Nice. And they're super hot. So I mean, I'm excited. They're they're great. I love. Is he them. cooking for you? Yeah. Oh. When we do when we have it when we organize it. We're gonna do a day. death day. Oh But boy. I usually bake my wings because I want to. I mean, not, that's not that's not that un- uncommon. Yeah, yeah. I usually yeah. bake my wings because I don't want to fry my own wings at home. Yeah. But if I can have fried wings. You don't wings, have like, what, like those mini fry later things. <laughs> people have those. I know. Yeah. People do. But it's too small a portion. You just do it. only takes like five minutes. You just do it in batches. That's a long time. <laughs> oh my God. There's something I was watching. First oh, yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. The first batch would be cold by the time you're done with the last the, batch. The, you eat them as they come out. <laughs> There's the, uh, the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. I was watching that yesterday. Oh, he saw that. Yeah. And they had a fucking rotisserie. Like a home rotisserie oven that looked like a microwave, but it was the for Ronco your, Grill. Yeah, it was for your fucking rotisserie chicken. Forget it. <laughs> wow, I need to get one of those, dude. I'd rotisserie chickens all day long here yeah. at home. Uh, anyway, back to the Super Bowl, the the Buffalo. So Buffalo chicken dip. What I do with that one is, we make it. So we have the you know the Buffalo dip, but it's got like the blue cheese and everything. It's just oh, all whipped yeah. in. It's all whipped into one thing, and then we put it in like little ramekins. And then we put blue cheese you crumbles. Fancy blue cheese crumbles on top. This what kind of what dad, kind of blue cheese do you use? Oh, uh, we, your dad's a chef, right? Yeah, yeah, lighthouse blue cheese for the for the dip itself and with the chicken, 
And then we used like just a regular blue cheese. Well, I don't know which one we did, but it was just blue cheese crumble mm. on top. So then you put that on top, you bake it, and then you have your hot links. No buns, just regular old okay. like hot links, man. I'm talking I punish my Your my, asshole must be on I so much fire. Say, man. On a regular basis, unfortunately, with hot foods, but this is something that I loved. And and I and, and you know, it was great to have at the house, just something that we had fucking for the Super Bowl and something that we would have for game days. So there's that. And you would dip your hot link in there. <laughs> <laughs> you dip your You want to dip your hot link? Dip your dip your hot link into into the in, into the, you know, into the dip. Get it in there nice and deep like and then oh man, it was great. Um so there's that and then buffalo. This is one that um my girlfriend Haley really likes, and that we enjoy to make for Seahawks games. It's quick, it's easy, it's something I'm probably going to make for the Super Bowl. It's a buffalo chicken croissant uh, oh. ring. So you... Whip. A ring? Yep, it's a ring. So you, you get your croissants, right? So you get two packs of croissants, you make a circle out of them, and then you take your rotisserie chicken and you shred that shit up, right? You sh- okay. shred the whole thing up. Make sure there's no bones in there or you, you're really not. going to fucking hurt your teeth. Um, whip it all with some cream cheese whip. So you whip it all up together and then you put the... You can use Cristal hot sauce. Some of that crystal. You know, I love that crystal hot sauce. Or Frank's Red Hot. Either or. Terrific. And um, you get it all nice and whipped up and then you put it around in the ring in the circle and then you fold the croissant on top of it. Bake it, and you get yourself a nice little, nice little puff puff pastry buffalo chicken, and then you have blue cheese to dip it with, huh. or whatever you prefer to dip your dip your ring in. Uh, blue cheese. Blue cheese. Yeah. Blue cheese. <laughs> yep. get, get your ranch motherfuckers out of here. Get out. Um, blue cheese dip sounds like all the beefy boys all agree on the oh, blue yeah. cheese. Yep, it's blue cheese or die for me. Um, I just uh, man, it's it's too good. Yeah. Too good to pass up, especially with buffalo wings, man. I oh, fucking yeah. love it. It's the way to go. Uh, pulled pork nachos, another Ooh. great Super Bowl. Uh, God, you guys are making me hungry. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, we man. Go to my, dicks after this. My dad is my dad is a chef, so he whips up a lot of good Super Bowl snacks. I remember he for the Giants Patriots Super Bowl, the the latest of them, you know, the last uh, the one. Re- the the remake or whatever. Yep. <laughs> sequel. That's the word I the was looking sequel. for. The sequel. We, he made he spent like a whole bunch of time prepping up this pulled pork and then he cooked it for a, like fuck he cooked it forever it was like 10 or 12 hours Damn. smoked the shit out of it then he shredded it up and he made a coleslaw with it and he made pulled pork sliders that were out of this world man I'm telling you they were some of the best pulled pork sliders I've ever had in my life and I'm a big pulled pork fan like if I have a good pulled pork slider, I love it. Oh, barbecue yeah. food is soul yeah, dude. food. Barbecue food is Fuck my yeah. favorite. So ribs, brisket, and you know, and <laughs> easy old, there, buddy. <laughs> good old barbecue smoked chicken or meats or however they have it, and collard greens and mac and cheese. Great stuff. As a lactose intolerant <laughs> person, I will eat the shit out of that lacto or lactose. Literally eat the shit out of it. (laughs) 
and buffalo oh dip my. and all that shit. Kills me, but it's so worth it. Um, I love the Super Bowl, man. It's a great time, great time of year. Sad time of year. Great time of year. Because well, football is over? It's the biggest <laughs> game in football. Yeah. But it's also the last game in football. So, it's a bummer, man. It's a bummer that season's coming to an end. I remember when the season was just underway this year. Oh, man. Crazy. It's been a fun ride. It's been a fun season. I guess since we're on the topics, do you want to do a super, super early uh, prediction for the Giants record next year? Uh, sure. Now this is now this is something that's going to change during the offseason. You'll you'll notice it changing, but this is super early. So before free agency, before the end of the season, what do you got your Giants next year? What what do I have their record as? Yep. 7 and 9. Hmm. I do not have faith in them. We don't have a quarterback and there's no quarterbacks to get in this draft. So what are we going to do? You know, we started winning games at the end of the year for some fucking reason. But there aren't like both of, you know, the two best quarterbacks aren't coming out this year, so suck another year and grab Tua, I guess. I don't know what the plan is, but they're saying they're going to bring back Eli. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm hoping that the Eagles will go crazy and decide they want Nick Foles instead of Carson Wentz so we can get Carson Wentz for like a second-round pick or something. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. <laughs> hey, I said I'm hoping, okay? That guy's, that guy's a franchise player. Hey, they, can have the, they can take our number one. Fuck it. You can take our the sixth overall pick. I do not. I'm not excited about anybody in this draft. Really, it's really weak. Yeah, uh, it, it kind of is a. It, it's a there's down. There's no one exciting. Yeah, yeah, there's just. I mean, there's Huskies that are going. You know, Greg Gaines. Sure. That's exciting. Miles Gaskin. That's exciting. But you guys don't need a running back. No, we don't. We're good. Do you guys need a a a, a lineman? D lineman. I mean, yeah, always. Always. But... There you go. Gregory Gaines, baby. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 pick. No, he's not. A reach. Yeah. Anyway. Sure, if Joey Bosa, or not Nick Bosa is available, Nick we'll take go him. He's not going to go, he's not going to make it to number six. Yeah. Which I think is kind of weird, man. I I don't like the idea of sitting out your entire... Wasn't I, he injured? You know what? Or wasn't he suspended for taking payment or something? I'm not even going to get into it. It was weird. The whole situation was weird. I'm not even going to get into it. I don't think players should skip out on their teams in their last go. I get it. It's a big business in, business investment when you're yeah. going for the league. But that's just me talking. You know, I'm sure if I were in their position, I'd do the same thing they do. And if, you know, if I'm playing a meaningless bowl game, then fuck yeah, I'm probably going to sit it out and go to the combine or, or practice on the combine rather than go out and get hurt. But, you know... For, for big players to skip big games like Rose Bowls or playoff games, you look dumb. I mean, it's a trend. Like, nobody goes to the Senior Bowl anymore. And lots of yeah. people are sitting out there bowl games. Maybe if we paid college football players, they'd play all the games. Just saying. Just saying. Hmm. If we ever start a Dragon Ball Z podcast, we got to call it Just Saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help you there, pal. Neither never can watched, I. Never watched uh, Dragon Ball Z. I just like the joke. All right. We, it feels like we're wrapping up. Should we wrap uh, up? <laughs> well, wait. What do you think about the Seahawks next year? Yeah. 11 and 5. 11? Wow. <laughs> 11 and 5, and they're going Strong to... Strong record. Are they going to fire Brian Schottenheimer? <clears throat> no. Then they're not going to go 11 and 5. They're going 11 and 5. <laughs> they're going to finally realize that Russell Wilson is the step that they have to take rather than relying on fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round running backs 
for five years. In the a only row. team in the league that ran the ball more than they threw it this year. And uh, Rashard Penny is going to come in. He's going to have a great sophomore season. He he was good in his first year. I really enjoyed watching him play. He's a dynamic player, which is what I really enjoy. It's always a good look when your first round running back gets outplayed by the seventh rounder from the previous year who was injured for half the year. Well, <laughs> That's always I mean, a good look for you. Granted, too. let's let's take into consideration the experience that Chris Carson has over, you know, over Penny as far as NFL mm-hmm. experience. You know, Carson played big games last year, but yeah, he law he missed half the year hurt, but. He still played really well in his first few games. He was a power runner. He's a completely different running back than Rashard Penny, so it makes sense when you run it up the gut rather than have a guy like Penny that you utilize more in the routes and when you run him to the outside. Penny's the guy that they use to run to the outside. Carson is the guy that they run right into the middle. Whether it's effective or not, they won't ever change their way. They'll just run it straight into the D-line. With that being said, I don't want to get too much into the play calling. Um... They're going to finally rely on Russell Wilson to take the game into his hands, and they're going to let him throw the ball more. I believe, this, I believe Wilson, this year man. in the draft, they're going, to go for, they're going to go for another speedy receiver and try to see if they can match what they got going on with Tyler Lockett or David Moore on the outside. Or they, or they keep that option to David Moore and Lockett and don't go for another receiver high up in the rounds. They're going to trade out of their first round like they always do. There's nobody in the first round draft pick or nobody in the first round that they're looking to get. In my opinion, there's nobody out there for them to go for like straight off the bat. Um, they're going to trade out of the second round so that they can pick up more later draft picks like they always <laughs> do. Like the Patriots move? They're going to they're not going to take a player in the first or second round. Is what you're saying. They're going to trade out of both those picks? No, they're not going to trade out of the second. That's what you just said. No, I said they're going to trade out of the first round like they always do. They always trade out of the first round. Uh, They'll probably lose a pick like they always do by getting too physical in practice, which is usual in Seattle. Um, 11-5, man. Having the team gel the way it did at the end of the year, seeing the way that they were moving in the right direction near the end of the season until they got halted by play calls, I believe they'll finally recognize that their play calls were the reasons why they fucked up in the playoffs. Uh, Hopefully Schottenheimer opens up to the idea of using the quarterback, the franchise quarterback that the Seahawks are about to drop $180 million on come his contract season. Um, Where did they finish this year? 10-6? 10-6. And that was with no Jimmy Garoppolo to deal with? Oh my God! Are you a Jimmy Garoppolo guy, dude? Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a, great. He's great. He's great. Look at his first few games of the season. He couldn't even beat fucking Minnesota, dude. Minnesota was a good team. They he have played. Like, they have the best defense in the league. What are you talking like about? Shit! When they played in Minnesota, <laughs> that dude looked like a bum. You're gonna look like a fool in a year, or not even nine months. <laughs> yeah. Good luck recovering with that injury of his, and then getting right back into it, and then having a shitty O line like always. He's gonna get trashed, dude. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But Russell Wilson outplays Garoppolo. No, I'm not arguing that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Russell Wilson. I just said he's really good. But that's what know? I'm saying. He outplays Garoppolo. They're going to win at least one of those matchups. You know, yeah. they're going to beat the Rams once. They're going to beat the Cardinals probably once. So they're going to go. They're probably not going to take the division. Or you know what? Sorry. 
The Rams, if they win the Super Bowl, they're going to lose their entire team. So we're just saying that. And if they lose the Super Bowl, they're going to lose half of their team. So (laughs) it's, it's, you know, the Rams are going to nosedive. I hate to break it to them. They're going to dive. They're going to lose Marcus Peters. They're going to lose Akib Tlaib. They're going to lose Ndamukong Sue. They're going to lose probably Dante Fowler. Dude, they're going to lose a lot of players on that defense that helped them get to where they're at now. And they're going to be in the in the slouch because they overpaid Gurley and they're going to overpay Goff here coming up because this is Goff's contract season, I believe, or it's next year. I can't remember. I think it's next year. Next year. But they're going to plummet. Once they have to pay their big players, it's going to be very sad. We'll see. They gave Aaron Donald the respect that he deserves, and they fucking paid that man, and he went out there and had the best season of his career, and that guy's a monster, man. He's the the best player in the NFL. There's no doubt about that guy's greatness. He is incredible. He's a a great player. He's a good person. He's he's just an all-around class act on the field. He's Russell Wilson's fucking daddy, and it's frustrating. (laughs) But with that being said, 11-5, baby. Same as right. same as my predictions for this year, but <laughs> that's, that's just gonna like change. your go-to prediction. <laughs> that's going to change coming in the in the in the off season. So you just never know what's yes, going to happen. Course. Players move and get injured. And yep, you just never know what's going to happen. My so prediction's a- going to be thirty-three and zero. Thirty-three. Wow. In one season, they're going to play thirty-three games. Yeah, that's and they're going to win. Two seasons, buddy. <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> the best record ever. All right, we ready to wrap? Um. Yeah, I believe so. Shit. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Seahawks are going to go 11-5 and five next year, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube. Merch store, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. Twitter is at beefy underscore boys. We'll get Christian on there. Buy your dog a shirt. Up some storms. Hashtag buy your dog a t-shirt. Instagram at beefyboysbudclub. Facebook is facebook.com slash beefyboys. And our website is beefyboys.com. Keep a lookout because things are changing around there, huh? This has been our Super Bowl predictions episode. I'm Joe, and you're Christian. Yes, sir. And you're Vito. Yeah. See you, knuckleheads, next time.